You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Let's discuss a very important event that happened in the Prophet's life in Mecca. It's something that has so many details, so many hadiths, verses in the Quran speak about this and it was truly a turning point in the Prophet's life and that is Al-Isra Wal-Ma'raj. The ascension of the Prophet to the heavens, you know, his journey from Mecca to Jerusalem. First of all, when did this happen? The Ma'raj, what was the date of it? How many years after the Prophet received revelation did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take him on that journey? We have so many views here, so many conflicting reports. Some scholars believe it was about three to five years after Ba'tha, after he started receiving revelation. Some say seven years, many say ten years, some say 12-13 years, so just months before he migrated to the city of Medina, that's when the Mi'raj happened. So we've got a lot of conflicting reports as to when that happened. Now some of our scholars have done, you know, their historical analysis of this event and they say that we feel confident it actually, that it actually happened early on. So probably somewhere between three to five years, most likely four to five years after the Ba'tha, after receiving revelation is when this event happened. Now why do they say that? What, it, what are some clues that we can cite to establish that it happened early on, not later in the Prophet's you know, stay in Mecca? First proof, Ibn Abbas, who was the cousin of the Prophet, he was very close to the Prophet. In his hadith, he says this happened two years after the Ba'tha. So we tend to trust Ibn Abbas more than some of these historians who came later, right? Like Ibn Ishaq, Ibn Hisham, Tabari and these others who came later, they're saying for example year 10, year 12, year 13, well Ibn Abbas says two years. And by the way, it's very possible that Ibn Abbas, when he says two years, he means five years. Why? Remember those first three years, they were private, right? So a lot of the times when some of these companions would give us a date about the Prophet's mission of spreading Islam, they would actually uh, consider the starting point when the Prophet went public with it. So oftentimes they would not count those three years. So when Ibn Abbas says two years after the Ba'tha or after he started preaching Islam, it's very likely that he means four or five years. So that's one argument that we have, a hadith from Ibn Abbas in which he says two years. So it was early on. The point we're trying to establish is that this happened early on in his mission, not later in Mecca. Yes. Um, so if Ba'tha happened in about the days after that, days after yes, that. after the Prophet invited his family, they took a stance like Abu Lahab, 
Then Allah reveals the verse which says فَاصْدَعْ بِمَا تُؤْمَرْ Now go public with it. So it came very shortly after that. Exactly, exactly. That's when he went public. Not the first day when he received revelation. He did not say that. Three years later, the incident happened where he gathered them and he told them, if I were to tell you there's a caravan behind the mountain, would you believe me? When they said yes, then he went public with it and he invited them to the religion of Islam. Yes. Um, so I think Salman came, in, uh, came around in Medina, but companions like Abu Dhar and... and yes, we examined that previously. Sure. Abu Dhar was the fourth or fifth companion to join. Was that so at this time Abu Dhar had joined the Prophet. In the first three years, yes. In the first three years, we had about 40 people who had joined the religion of Islam in those three, uh, 40 years. So let's not call it like a secret movement. It was low profile. So some of the companions would hear about the Prophet. Remember, we discussed how Imam Ali privately took Abu Dhar to the Prophet and he heard the message of Islam and he became Muslim. So yes, Abu Dhar became Muslim in those three years, yes. So that's the first argument that we have that Ibn Abbas, he says it was two years after. Number two, we have hadith from Imam Ali that say it was three years after the Ba'tha of the Prophet, which is also an indication that it happened early on. Number three, and this one's very important. We have hadiths from not just Shia sources, from Sunni sources. For example, At-Tabarani in his book, he mentions this hadith in his Al-Mu'jam Al-Kabir. Haythami, a Sunni scholar in the book Majma' Al-Zawa'id, he mentions this and a number of other sources. We also have Shia sources that mention this. And the hadith has many, many sources. You know, Ibn Abbas, Sa'd ibn Malik, Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas, Imam al-Sadiq, Aisha herself narrates this hadith. So we have a number of sources for this hadith. What's Aisha's version of the hadith? According to these hadiths, Aisha would see the Prophet embracing Fatima and kissing her frequently. Apparently that disturbed her. So once she objected to the Prophet, she told him, O Messenger of God, you know, what's the matter here? You keep uh, embracing her, smelling her neck, kissing her, why do you do that? What did he respond? The Prophet tells Aisha, according to the Sunni sources, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took me to the journey of the Mi'raj, Jibra'il, he gives the details of how Jibra'il would take him to one heaven after the other until he reaches the seventh heaven, the highest heaven. Now one version says the Prophet took, he sees a tree, he sees a tree in paradise, a very blessed tree. The Prophet describes how beautiful it is, how fragrant it was. And you know, he asked Jibra'il, what is this tree? Jibra'il tells him the specifics and the characteristics of this tree. Then Jibra'il tells him, O Prophet, Allah wants you to eat from this tree. So one hadith that the Sunnis have narrated, it says it was dates. One hadith that we have said it was an apple. In any case, it was some sort of fruit, heavenly fruit. He tells him, Allah wants you to eat from this fruit. The Prophet says, I ate from that heavenly fruit 
Then when I came down to earth, after this journey, my wife Khadija became pregnant with Fatima. So the origin of my daughter Fatima is from paradise because when I ate from that tree, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed Fatima in, in, my, in me. And then when I went down to earth, Fatima السلام, was conceived. So her origin is heavenly. Then the Prophet tells Aisha, so whenever I miss smelling paradise, I smell my daughter Fatima, she reminds me of the smell of paradise because she is Hawra in Siyah. Hawra is a heavenly creature and that's why we say Hur al-Ain. Hur al-Ain is the plural of Hawra. Hawra is singular for one person. So Hawra means heavenly or ha having heavenly origins, but she is a human with heavenly origins. That's why we say Hawra in Siyah. In Siyah means human, Hawra means heavenly. So we have this hadith that actually tells us Fatima was born after the ascension to the Mi'raj. When was Fatima born? In the fifth year after the Ba'tha. So the Mi'raj must have happened before the fifth year. Otherwise if you say the Mi'raj happened year 12, 13, Fatima was born at that time. She was seven, eight years old. And we have authentic hadiths that tell us Fatima was born after the incident of Mi'raj. So this is one argument that scholars have used, you know, to say that the Mi'raj actually happened early on. By the way, this hadith also proves what? That Lady Fatima السلام, when she was martyred, how old was she? 18 or 28? The popular Shia opinion says what? 18. The Sunnis say what? 28. Well, if she was born after Mi'raj, she must be what at that time? She must have been 18. Because they claim she was born before Ba'tha, before the Prophet received revelation. Five years before that, when the Prophet was 35 years old, Fatima was born. We say she was born when he was 45 years old, five years after Ba'tha. And one proof is the hadith of Mi'raj, that she was born after the incident of Mi'raj. The incident of Mi'raj came after the Prophet's prophethood, not before. Now some scholars have said there was a political motive to make Fatima al-Zahra 10 years older. Why? Because when you say she was born before the Ba'tha, then you, de you deny her heavenly origin. Then the hadith of Mi'raj would not be applicable to her, right? You could say, ah, this is all false because she was born before Ba'tha. So even if we have a good chain, solid chain, just disregard all those hadiths. So some of our scholars upon their analysis and examination, they've observed that some other schools of thought, they deliberately insisted on Fatima being 10 years older to deny her this virtue, that her origin is heavenly. Yes, and that's exactly what they did. They made Fatima al-Zahra older and Aisha many, many years younger. So what are some other quick proofs that we can cite? Surah Al-Isra talks about this journey from you know Masjid Al-Haram to Jerusalem and then Surah Al-Najm also talks about the ascension. Surah Al-Isra which talks about this, when was it revealed? 
it was revealed early after the Ba'tha, not 12 to 13 years later. So we can say that when Allah mentions this journey in Surah Al-Isra, and Surah Al-Isra was revealed early on, that means when did the journey happen? Early on, right? That's one proof. Number two, Surah Al-Najm. Surah Al-Najm was also one of those surahs which talks about the Mi'raj and it was revealed early on. You had probably it was the 23rd or 22nd surah that was revealed in Mecca. Some 60 chapters were revealed after Surah Al-Najm in Mecca. So this tells us that Surah Al-Najm was actually revealed early on, not towards the end of the Prophet's stay in Mecca. So these are just some clues you know that indicate that. Another indication is that in Hadith Al-Mi'raj, one hadith says when the Prophet came back to earth, Jibra'il told him, Ya Rasulullah, give my salam and the salam of Allah to your wife Khadija. But if you say that this happened the year 1213, Khadija had passed away during the year 1213 because she passed away in the ninth or tenth year after the Ba'tha. So this tells us that she was still alive. So this happened probably a little bit early on. We also have hadiths Abu Talib when he realized the Prophet was missing that night. He was not to be found because he was in the heavens. He got worried, he dispatched his family members, let's search for him. Which tells us Abu Talib was also alive. Now Abu Talib during the 12th or 13th year of the Ba'tha, he had passed away. So these are all indications that this probably, we don't know the exact date, but it probably happened early on. Now some scholars have given the possibility that the ascension to the heavens happened a number of times. Some of it early on, some of it later on. It's a possibility, we don't have solid proof that proves that. It's just a possibility, but we can't really verify it happened a few times. We definitely know it happened once, but we're not sure if it happened more than that.